you should be honored by my lateness that I would even show up to this place. So go ahead, go nuts, go ace. Listen to my pastel on my face. Act like you can't tell who made this. You got four, homie, take six and take this. Hater. And we're back. Let's dump on the ump season five, week 26, the B block. Ostensibly a baseball podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me this evening, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? It's going good, Joel. I'm in Brooklyn, New York, as usual, broadcasting. Uh, And it has been so hot here that it's not even just hot. It's just been so hot and humid that the weather cannot figure out what it wants to do. It's crazy. Yeah. You know it's just that, been raining and then not raining, and it just gets more and more humid. Right. It rains, and you think it's going to be a refreshing rain, but it's not. It just right, it makes, makes it, worse. it worse. Yep. And then I'm just dehydrated all the time. And then also, like, I feel like I've been sweating so much that my skin is falling off. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a freebie for you listeners out there. Skin care from Sam. Yeah. Yeah, my pores look amazing, though. I'll tell you that. You should keep drinking red wine. Does that help you stay not dehydrated? Um, it helps you stay drunk. <laughs> yep, that's true. Yep. Uh, there you go. Skin care from Dump on the Ump. Right. Ladies and drink, drink and sweat. Drink and sweat. <laughs> and then just curse the skies above you. Yeah, exactly. Just spit right in Mother Nature's eye. That's what we that that's what we're here for. That as human beings, that's what we do best. <laughs> All right, we're off to a good start. <laughs> This is the B block, everyone, not the C block. That was a very C block beginning, but this is the B block. (laughs) So today is Monday, July 8th. The All-Star game is tomorrow. It probably has already happened by the time that you listen to this episode, but we here in the past, we have not watched the All-Star game yet. However, oh, it's on Wednesday. I thought it was on Tuesday. Are you sure? Oh, I thought there was a day off in between the... All, the home run derby in the All-Star game. But maybe check it's on that. Tuesday. Yeah, check that. I thought it was on Tuesday, but you're probably correct. So the Major League All-Star game is this week, and it is the middle of the season in theory. In fact, this season, it kind of is the middle of the season. I feel like last year they played 90 games. It's tomorrow. It's, tomorrow. it's Tuesday, yeah. Yeah. Um. This is something I do want to talk about, Sam, is that I feel like it's earlier. It actually is the midpoint of the season this season, whereas last year, I believe they played at least 90 games before the All-Star break, and I was really curious about that. So in the first half, oh, no, we've seen great, not-so-great All-Star games in the past. What can we expect from All-Star game 2019 coming at you from Cleveland, Ohio? Who is going to win? The National League? The American League? Who's going to be the MVP? How many times are they going to pan to MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred and his, like, weird face? Is he going to be smiling? Are we going to realize that he's a wizard person? I don't know. 
Will David Ortiz be there? Will David Ortiz be there? Will True Detective be there? Will we get to the bottom of the David Ortiz case? Right. Many questions. Sam, where do you want to start? Well, first of all, the American League is going to win the All-Star game. I don't think so. I don't just think, like they do every year. I, I know, I know. They do win every year. I think this year the NL wins. Really? I think Not the me. NL has a demonstrably better baseball team this year. You hmm. look at the stats. Yelich, Bellinger, and Bell are all better than Mike Trout this year. And Mike Trout's the best player for the American League. Right. Mike Featherman Trout. The NL is Stacked, at least offensively speaking. I think the <laughs> NL has the better. NL pitching spot. is not as good. No, I don't think it's as good. They've got Ryu, Ryu, the yeah, the the Korean phenom from the Dodgers, and then after that, they don't have a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not going to be any. It's not going to be good. It's the what the American League's going to win. They win every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you're wrong. Like they have played 90 games. Oh, you right. Did they play 100 games last year? I, I feel know. like last year, Google that, because I thought that the the season was pretty much two-thirds of the way done by the time we played the All-Star game last year. Almost everyone's played more than 90 games. So, like, in between 89 and 93 games this year. Damn, the Dodgers are good. Yeah, the Dodgers are really good. <laughs> um, yeah, last year the All Star Game was July seventeenth, so I guess it's a week. Early. Okay, my bad. It's one week earlier this year than it was last year. Yeah. So, anyway. so I'm mostly wrong, a little bit right, but mostly wrong. Yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so American League is going to win. Xander Bogarts is going to get America is going to get All Star Game MVP. <laughs> After being snubbed by the voters, I like huge, it. Huge, I like huge form of vindication, and he's gonna flip double birds to the camera when he gets the MVP award. Yes. And Love then uh, they're gonna pan to Rob Manfred. Like Brockmeyer. Right. <laughs> Just like Brockmeyer. <laughs> they're gonna pan to Rob Manford probably, let's say, 27 times, an average of three times per inning. Uh-huh. Um. And David Ortiz is gonna show up tonight at the at the home run derby. I like that. And I like be in that. attendance. Yeah. Probably be in maybe up here in the booth for an inning during the All Star game. Now it was Manny Ramirez who actually used to play for the Indians, right? Right. Yeah. Do you think he's gonna be there? No, probably not. Yeah. I think he's in Japan. Doesn't he play in Japan still? Manny Ramirez still plays? In Japan, I think, yeah. Oh, Google that. That's yeah. crazy. We need to get on that. If that's true, that needs to be a dump on the ump. Like, spotlight. Scoop. Spotlight, yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, what was I going to say? I think that the NL is so fascinating this year. Because you got Cody Bellinger, because you got Christian Yelich, you've got these guys who are having amazing seasons this year. Um, who is the outfielder who didn't even get picked 
for the NL All-Star team, even as a reserve, is having an amazing year. There's a couple Who? of I'm trying to remember. There's someone. We talked about him last week. Who? Wait. What are you talking oh, well, about? Bryce, he's having a bad year. but Who? Bryce Harper. He's oh, yeah. not having a good year. Right? Rafael Devers, I think, is the biggest all-star snub. No, Devers third base? Yeah. So who got picked in front of him? Bregman. Bregman. But yeah. Bregman's the only one in the AL who's having a arguably better season at third base. And Devos didn't even get picked as a reserve, correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. And the only reason that uh, <clears throat> Xander Bogarts did is because Carlos Correa was hurt because he got injured while he was getting jacked off by one of the Chinese masseuses in Jupiter, Florida. Well, that's a hot take. Yeah. Yeah, that's a C block. We need to go down that. <laughs> I have I have words to say about that, but I'm not going to say them now because that's a C-block thing. Um, yeah, so the AL, so you think the AL, I think the NL offense on paper is better. I'm really impressed with the National League right now in terms, like, why are the Colorado Rockies not fucking destroying everyone right now? They've got Trevor Story, they've got Nolan Arenado, they've got Charlie Blackman. All of those guys are going to the All-Star game. All of those guys are really, really goddamn good. And yet, what are the Rockies? Like, the Rockies are barely above 500. Is that part of playing at Coors Field? Well, <clears throat> got to imagine that their pitching staff is pretty bad, probably. Right. Because they don't have any pitchers going to the All-Star game. Plus, you play at Coors Field like half of the time. And, you know, I don't know about Story or Arenado, but I know that Charlie Blackman's numbers at Coors Field are like ridiculous. Yeah. And a lot better than his numbers not at Coors Field. Right. So you've got all these guys just jacking home runs at Coors Field. And so is that unfair? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I think if it was unfair, the Rockies would be better. Well, is it unfair that, like, a 500 team has three starters in the All-Star game? Oh. Based on their offensive numbers. No, I mean, you know, it's fan votes. Yes. And I think that you would be hard-pressed to say that there is a more exciting third baseman in the major leagues than Nolan Arenado. Agreed. And, uh, you know, Charlie Blackman is pretty, you know, he's a fan favorite, too, because he looks like a crazy, he looks like. Uh, Justin his, Turner's brother. Yeah, he looks like Justin Turner's, like, a, you know, non-adopted brother. Right. It looks like Justin Turner is his adopted brother. Let's say. Oh, yeah. Justin Turner is definitely the adopted brother. Yeah, that. Justin Turner is definitely the adopted brother. Yeah, dude. And they, like, made their way west to, like. You know. Oh, they're, they're prospectors. Right. They made their west, yeah. way west to look at gold, got caught in a snowstorm in the Rocky Mountains. Charlie Blackman stayed, <laughs> and Justin Turner ate the remainder of their party and then made it to California. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Turner ate that guy from Game of Thrones. <clears throat> right. Yeah. He's, the, he's the Jeffrey Dahmer character. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer slash, um, 
oh shit, what is that family that actually ate everybody? Didn't Jeffrey Dahmer eat a bunch of people in the yeah, Rocky yeah. Mountains? No, no, no. You're con- we're confusing two things. Jeffrey Dahmer is actually a cannibal. And then there is the Blank family that got stuck in the Rocky Mountains. No, but Jeffrey Dahmer was also in the Rocky Mountains. No. The Dahmer party? What is that? Donner. There we go. Donner. That's what I'm thinking. That was really confusing. People who are listening to this on the podcast are, like, shouting at us the answers. Yeah. Eli is, like, so angry right now with us. Anyway. There's Jeffrey Dahmer, who's a serial killer, who's a serial killer, right? Who and cannibal, and cannibal. and the Dono party that's the one went through the Colorado Rockies, also cannibals. That guy's also named Jeffrey, just coincidentally. No, you made that up. Yeah, I did. I made that up. <laughs> just trying to save face a little here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we figured it out though. Thanks, thanks, fam. Uh, yeah. yeah, no problem. So the Rockies are under 500. Like, why is this team not? They were my pick to win the NL West in 2019. Why is this team not better than they are? Um, and like, are the Dodgers just dominant? Uh, yeah, well, I think that the Dodgers are dominant, and I think that the I think the NL West is a tough division. Yeah. And I think that I gotta, I'm going to look at the Rockies right now, but I think that probably their pitching sucks. That's my guess. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, the Diamondbacks are in second place in that division right now. Right. Behind a resurgent uh, Zach Greinke. Yeah, that's something we should talk about because that's really interesting. How old is he now? 32, 33? I don't know. Colorado's in fourth place. Yep. They're behind San Diego, too. Well, Arizona, San Diego, and Colorado all have 45 losses. But the L.A. Dodgers are 60 and 32, 13 and a half games ahead of the pack. Like, you could describe Arizona, San Diego, and Colorado. They're all playing basically for the wild card at this point, right? Right. And they all could get it. They're they're out of it. Like, is somebody going to break out of that pack to compete for the NL wild card? So the Colorado Rockies have a team ERA of 5.16. That's not good. Which is not good. That's not good. Um, So that could be – that's pretty bad. Who's the the rotation? Um, what do you mean? Well, who are starting pitchers? Herman Marquez, John Gray, Antonio Senzatella. Don't know that guy. Peter Lambert. Yeah, they don't have any good pitchers, do they? No. No. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I'd be kind of pissed if I were a Rockies fan because you've got a really great offense even outside of Coors Field. Like Blackman, Story, and Arenado. Like Arenado could be an MVP candidate. He's not. Right. 
but he could be. Yeah, so the Colorado Rockies have scored more runs than anybody else in the NL West. But isn't that true every year, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't know. But they only I have a run differential of plus two. Right, because they play in on the moon. They play baseball on the moon. Right. Maybe. I don't imagine... I imagine that it's probably an unappealing place to, like, lure marquee free agent pitchers. True, because your stats suck after you go there. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because oh. yeah. it's like an immediate hit to your stats, and that's not something that, you know, those ego-minded pitchers are interested in. I want to ask about that. Because, like, we're ostensibly talking about the All-Star game. And we've always, like, the All-Star game voting, at least the first round of voting, the fan voting, is, like, mostly, you know, who do you play? Like, the Yankees and the Dodgers and the Cubs are all going to come out ahead. Right? Right. But there's real money at stake here. Like, you get bonuses based on whether or not you get selected to the All-Star team. Well, some contracts, right? Not all of them. Well, that's my question then. Like, how do you structure that? Like, if I'm fucking... Who's the shortstop for the Yankees? Oshawa? No. Didi Didi Yeah, Gregorius. Right? Like, he's good, but he's not the best shortstop in the AL. Did he make the All-Star team? I don't think so. I'm, he's not it. even playing. No, he's hurt. Yeah, he's good. He had a Tommy John surgery. He's out for the whole year, I think. What about Francisco Lindor? I think he made the All-Star team. Did he? Let me Google that for you. My point I mean, is, like... <laughs> The All-Star team is not based on merit, purely. That's that's what I wanted to get to with this. Right. Like, so so if you're a GM and you're gauging skill, you're not going to look at All-Star boots. Right. But if you're looking at somebody who's going to get into, like, for example, the Hall of Fame, that's something they look at. Oh, five-time All-Star. Yeah, I guess they so. But that's, again, I feel like there's a fame aspect to the Hall of Fame. And definitely, like, you can be a much more popular player that maybe is not as good as somebody who is less popular and get more votes than them. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> right, because we've talked about this in the past. The Hall of Fame should not be based purely on, like, sabermetrics. Right. Like, the Hall of Fame should be based on, like, what do you actually bring to the game? Including, like, you've got to be good, but... Right. Above and beyond... Yeah. Like, Bartolo Colon, Hall of Famer? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Dump on, on the Up All-Star. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a good point, and I think that's actually a good point to put a flag into, is that I mean, like, if I'm building a good baseball team, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm going to crunch the numbers. I'm going to look at the sabermetrics. I'm going to be like, 
does this guy walk all the time? I need just a guy who gets who's got a really high on base percentage. I would right. that's what I want. But if I'm looking at like who do I elect to the Hall of Fame, I'm looking at like Jose Bautista. Right? I'm looking at the guys who actually like made baseball fun again. Hashtag make baseball fun again. Right. You know? Right, not Mike Trout. Well, <laughs> hashtag this is why people don't like baseball. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag weatherman. Hashtag he's the weatherman. <laughs> he is such a post ballot Hall of Famer, though. Which is. Yeah. No, it's true. But, you know, he's boring. He's so boring. <clears throat> right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I forget what I don't even know where we're going with this. No, nowhere. I was just thinking about my like love hate relationship of Mike Trout. Right. I mostly just forget that he exists until I see like a headline or you bring him up, you know. I just can't believe that somebody as talented as Mike Trout is like totally cool. I mean, I do believe it because it's true. It's totally cool with like floundering in mediocrity in Anaheim, California. Dude, I would flounder in obscurity for $600 million. Right, that's what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, I would not care. Right. Go play ball, you know? Build my Doppler radar in my backyard. Hunt for aliens. Right. Yeah. Probably, like, start forest fires for no reason. No, don't do that. That's a bad (laughs) Just like flick lit cigarettes off of my balcony into the brush. You're a terrible person, Sam. No, Mike Trout does that. That's what oh, Mike Trout right. does. No, he doesn't. He just... Mike Trout is like like so environmentally conscious because he's a weatherman. Right. That, uh, no, Mike... he, he's a big global warming fan. Are you kidding me? That like... <laughs> That's like brought star power to the weatherman. It's like tornadoes and hurricanes and like flash floods. And He's pro global warming. He's oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, big time. All right, so let's look at the second half of the season. Um, what what what's your focus going to be on for the second half half of the 2019 season? Uh, the Red Sox play the Yankees and the Rays, both of whom are in front of them, um, a combined 22 times in the second half of the season. And I think those games are going to make and break the Red Sox playoff chances. Agreed. And the the season schedule is built that way because I was actually looking at the National League Central the other day. The Cubs don't play – they play, I think, two series – outside of their division for the entire month of September. Right. Like, that's the idea. Like, oh, yeah. You want to be playing, like, meaningful, impactful baseball in September, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Like, get interleague out of the way. Get your West Coast road trips out of the way. Like, you want to be playing the AL East in the end of the season. Yes. So how are no, the Red sure. going to win those series? Uh, you know... I think it's all about stability with them. Like, we just won five out of six games leading into the All-Star break. Against who? Who are you playing? Uh, Toronto and Detroit, I think. Okay, yeah. 
So not good teams. No. But like that's the sort of thing. Like a few weeks ago, we dropped two of three or three of four to Toronto, and like that's the sort of like you need to be able to win games against teams you're supposed to beat. Um, Wait, yes. yes. Consistently. Yep. And then, then you need to beat teams that are like tougher. But like you need the consistency of like the base groundwork of we're gonna consistently beat two thirds of the teams in the American League, whatever. Yep. Um, and so it's gonna be about finding that consistency, which I think could be because you know you can't talk about the second half of the season in the immediacy without like considering the trade deadline which is uh, the end of the month, right? July 30th? July 31st, yes. July 31st, and there are no more August trades. They got rid of those. So, like, the moves, the any moves that are going to be made are going to be made this month. And so what the Red Sox need, they've said they're going to bring back Nate Evaldi and try to use him in a closer role. Have they not done that yet? He's still on the I.L., Okay. I thought he had come out of the bullpen. No. Oh, um, can I also say that Craig Kimball is doing a very bad job out of the bullpen so far? Is he? I yeah. haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that could stabilize a bullpen that's been struggling. Yes. Um, and then if, you know, we need Rick Porcello to improve and we need uh, Chris Sale to improve. Um, and we need David Price and uh, Rodriguez to stay healthy, um, and that will stabilize our our pitching staff, like our starting pitching staff. And that, if those two things happen, then that's going to make a huge difference in our second half of the season. The biggest concern for me about the Red Sox starting rotation is Porcello. You, right. What's going on with it? Like, Chris Sale has been a problem, but a lot of that has been, like, he doesn't get the offense. Like, I think Chris Sale will actually be okay. What's up? And David Price has been, like, don't tell him, but he's been good. If you tell yeah, him he's he, good, he, he's going to stop being good. Actually, I'd like him. to give a shout-out to David Price, who just won his 150th career start yeah. uh, yesterday. Garbage so time. Garbage time. Right, so, uh, you know, hats off to you, Garbage Time. That's pretty good. Yeah. He's probably been your best starter. Definitely. I would say he's been our best starter of the first half. He missed a little time uh, with an injury, but, and barring, he's pitched a couple bad games, but he's been pretty consistent. So, he needs to stay healthy, you know, and uh, Chris Sale needs to turn it, like, step it up in the second half, and so does Priscillo. Well, Chris Sale, I think, will. I'm not worried about Chris Sale, except he's a crazy person. But, you right. know, you got well, to put that yeah, in. Yeah, he's definitely a crazy person. And he yeah. definitely, they definitely fucked with his preseason and early season, mo- like, routine this year. I would have asked, yeah. So hopefully they'll, like, maybe let him pitch the way he wants to pitch a little more in the second half. And he can kind of return to his dominant form. Because, I mean... We're at the All-Star break. That we're talking about a guy who started the past two All-Star games. As And that's not something that gets voted on. Like, that's the, the manager decides who to start. And he's started the last two All-Star games. He didn't even make the All-Star team this year. 
Right, and but my argument is he actually hasn't been bad. He's been unlucky. I mean, he hasn't been good. He's been giving up a lot of home runs. Um, True. And he's been, you know, inconsistent. Yes, he's been inconsistent. But he's not gotten the the offensive support. Like, there have been multiple games where he's going out striking out 10, 12 guys, and Boston loses that game. Right. That's happened more than one time. Right. So the Boston Red Sox have scored the most runs in Major League Baseball this season. That does not surprise me. Um, tie, well, they're tied with Minnesota, actually. That's their, their run differential is only plus 58. Um, you know, so they're behind Tampa Bay, who has one of the better pitching staffs in the Major League Baseball. Tampa Bay pitching has only given up 335 runs yeah, this season. Tampa Bay pitching is good. Red Sox pitching has given up 451 runs. Okay, so... So let's end this on Porcella. What's wrong with Porcella? You know, he's just, I like Porcello. He tries real hard. He just, he's not super great, you know, and he won the Cy Young Award a couple of years ago. And that was like a real anomaly season for him because he's never been. Um, the thing that I like about him is like, you know, he'll go out there and give up six runs in the first inning and then pitch seven innings. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he'll like, He'll end up giving up eight runs in the game, but six of them were in the first inning, and then he scatters like four hits over the next six innings. So, you know, he's tenacious. I'll give him that. I just don't don't think he's very good. (laughs) That's the coldest compliment you've ever given, Sam. Okay, here, uh, let's end on this because I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. M- it managerial style, right? Where do you fall on your pitchers in trouble? Well, let's say you're starting pitching. Where do you fall on the let him pitch through it spectrum versus the pull him before it gets the damage gets too bad spectrum? Well, <clears throat> It depends on the pitcher, right? Yes. So, and this is, I mean, I pay attention to the Red Sox. I'm sure that every manager does this. But, like, you will see Alex Cora sit in the dugout through a six-run first inning and never go talk to Porcillo Uh and let him pitch his seven innings. David Price gives up, like, four runs in the first inning, and Alex Cora pulls him. Because I think that, that, you know, I think that David Price is like a very talented and like not, I don't want to say fragile, but I think that he's like a competitor and he gets inside his own head. And I think that like Rick Parcillo doesn't get inside his own head. He just won't like, yeah, yeah, like keeps smashing into the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good. So I think it, I think it. I think that it depends on the, I mean, it's a hundred percent is about knowing your pitching staff and who needs to get pulled in those scenarios and who doesn't, you know? I think that's a very good thing to say. That's, that's a fascinating thing about baseball managerial styles that I think a lot of people on the outside, you know, 
it's hard to understand. Like, why the hell is the manager pulling this guy right now? Right. Or why is he not pulling this guy right now? Right. Or why are they <clears throat> taking baseball guys and making them learn the mathematics of sabermetrics rather than just making a mathematician their manager? It's like you need that you need that person who can like read a team and like recognize what they need rather than just going on straight numbers. Yes. Um, Let's wrap this up, but I want to talk about that C block because there's a very, you, you touched on it right there. You should never have a mathematician be your manager. Right. That's a terrible idea. Maybe not even have a mathematician be your GM. Right. Yeah. No charisma. And, like, empathy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all sociopaths. <laughs> but so are pitchers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and also general managers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this has been Dump on the Up, ostensibly a baseball podcast. We talked about baseball this episode, ostensibly an all-star episode, but also a game episode, but we didn't really talk about that, but that's cool. Um, Thanks so much for listening. Please check us out on all your social media platforms. Please follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Up. You can also check check out our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram. We are on wordpress.dumponthump.com and Apple iTunes. Give us a rating review and a subscription. All right. For Sam, this has been Joel. Thanks so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. That's how long I've been on ya.